Warning, this episode will have spoilers for the movie Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. If you do not want to be spoiled for the movie, please stop watching, go see the movie, and come back and listen to this. If you have already seen the movie, please feel free to continue listening to this podcast. Now, The Last Jedi is a movie that a lot of people have loved and a lot of people have hated. Me, for instance, I fall between neither of those. Or, well, no, I fall between them. I fall in neither of those. I fall in the land of I like the movie. I thought it was a good movie. Um, it was different. It was interesting. And it, it definitely left it off well, I think, for the finale of the trilogy. Some things that I really liked about the movie... Uh, that is one one of the things is that it was different. I felt some of these stories were interesting, um, specifically the main two kind of we're out of fuel, we're going, we're just kind of waiting, and the Ray and Luke obviously. Um, the Finn and Rose one I was not as big of a fan of. It just and I think I think a lot of people feel like this. It just felt forced and unnecessary and it's nothing against those two like I don't hate Rose as a character and I've I've loved Finn since the four I love Finn Force Awakens and I thought he he did a good job in this film too it's just that that side story just it didn't even result in them doing anything nothing came of that other than actually the resistance of losing transports as they tried to sneak to crate which ties into another thing of why didn't Admiral Haldo just tell Poe the plan from the beginning, but that's, you know, we'll get to that later. I just think the Finn and Rose, they tried to kind of force a, a dynamic between those two and force a story upon them when there really wasn't anything there, and the whole half hour, 45 minutes that was dedicated to the Canto Bite Casino could have been used because the the runtime in the movie is two and a half hours. They they could have used that forty five minutes somewhere else. They could have used it with Ray. Excuse me. They could have used it with Ray and Luke. They could have used it with everyone on the ship. They could have put more time into crate. I was expecting them to be on crate, and a lot more to happen on crate than what did. Uh, that that was one thing I was disappointed with. Is a lot of the the trailers, and I know you can't trust a trailer, but a lot, a lot of the trailers and marketing, and especially in Battlefront, they had the map based off of it, and I know it's really the only planet they're on, so it makes sense that that's the only map that came from it, but it just, I felt like they were going to be on crate a lot more, and I felt that it was, it was going to be a lot more important than it was. It just kind of seemed like it was a place for them to ground the battle instead of, you know, having it in space and to sort of just bring a quick end to the movie um so i think if you cut out the whole finn and rose thing you just get you get more time with the stories that are more interesting to us and i think i i, I have a question i don't know if someone can answer this but why does it seem that in the resistance you can do one thing and and all of a sudden you became a super important person within the entire resistance like Finn in the span of like what three days went from being a stormtrooper to leaving the first order and you know forgetting all that stuff renouncing them or whatever then 
trying to weave and run from everyone, then joining the fight, helping blow up Starkiller base, getting sliced up the back, and then getting carried off, and then is put in Bacta, and then comes out, and all of a sudden he's around the little circle talking with Leia and Poe about strategy and plans and, and things like that. It's like, where did this guy come from? And why is all of a sudden he's done one thing and one battle and he is now this high up person? And the same thing happens with Rose in the movie. Her and Finn go on their little adventure, come back, and all of a sudden she's... I mean, I understand why she's gained Poe's trust a little bit because, you know, she, they were all talking throughout that, but she's one of the main people out on that battle in the the little speeders and whatnot. I just, I, the resistance seems like a mess to me with just everything. It just, they just seem like a mess. Um, I really loved Kylo Ren within this movie. They showed, I think they did a great job showing his struggle and how he kind of just wants everything to change. I thought Adam Driver had a great performance as Kylo Ren. And overall, I think the, the events with his character um really were interesting especially the di- the dynamic between him and ray and how connecting them through the fur the, f- the first the force at first that's that's where i was getting at first it, it was like i don't know it, it, it really helped create a relationship between those two two very similar characters in a way and i just really enjoyed a lot of those scenes especially the first one where you know he turns around and he he sees Ray and I think he can see the whole island and and she's she tries to shoot him and he's just sitting there going can you see my surroundings like I don't know I, I really like that scene um and the fight scene with them in Snoke's chamber which by the way I I love the way they did that scene with the whole he's holding the lightsaber and he's twisting it and and then with the force and chopping him in half i'm a little sad about snoke's death i'll get into that a little bit later but i just think that scene and then them turning and fighting all the guards i just i loved that scene i thought it was great now something i disliked was the some of the humor within the movie it just a lot of it felt for some of it was good in 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 moments some of it was good but there was there was just too much of it especially for a film that sort of had this you know, it's the it's the middle part of a trilogy. It's supposed to be the characters are at their lowest, and it just seemed a lot of it just seemed forced and not necessary, and just not things people would say when you're at your lowest and your your ship's running out of fuel and you're trying to figure out something. This is the rest of your entire crew right here, and you've got the first order right on your tail. Like that's just a lot of it seemed forced and not needed at all. I also disliked Leia being alive still after the whole bridge incident. I get that she's a Skywalker and she can use the Force or whatnot, but I don't think Luke did any training with her whatsoever, so, like, why can she do You know, maybe they did do some. I don't know. I'm not a book expert, so, you know, I don't know what happened in between all that stuff, but they said, Luke said within the movie that... He wanted Leia to be his first. I think this is what he said. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. But he said he wanted Leia to be his first, but Leia did not want that. Leia wanted Kylo to be his first, and with you know, with the whole new Jedi Order and whatnot. And so she didn't get 
trained then, right? So I don't understand why she can then just stick her hand out when she's sucked into the deep, dark vacuum of space and can just fly through. I, I just think, A, I think if she had died there, I didn't think that was kind of the right way to kill her off with how the rest of the movie played off. And also, I just I just don't think she should be alive after that. It just seemed such so odd and and I just it would have been killing her in any way would have been better I think just because now you know she's not with us anymore and it's hard for them to even try to fit her into this next movie you know so I just I don't know I I hated the fact that she was still alive after the whole bridge was blown up I just dislike that I really liked that they brought Yoda back I thought his scene was great, you know. It was the old classic Empire Yoda that we all knew and loved, not the whole prequel jumping around, flipping, lightsaber dueling Yoda that I'm not a huge fan of. I I just, I hate that Yoda, really, to be honest. But it was nice to see Frank Oz come back and do the voice of Yoda, and, and the way that that scene came, you know, lighted on fire, who cares, she's got what she needs, and just move on. Uh, this Snoke, I was a little bit upset that, you know, in the moment I was upset that he was gone. I wanted all the answers with him. And that was kind of a similar theme with the movie is like you wanted answers and either you got them and they weren't what you wanted or you just didn't get them and they said, hey, whatever, you're not going to get them. Uh, Snoke, you know, I wanted to learn the answer. I want to know his story and what and why he's so powerful with the Force and where he came from and how he wasn't involved at all before this. And the film just kind of said, no, you're not going to do that. Kylo Ren's going to kill him, and that's that. And I think it leaves a big opportunity for them to develop Kylo's character more as you can sort of delve into his inner turmoil and him trying to create his own thing out of what was the Jedi and the Sith, and we'll see what they do with that in the ninth film. I, I think they have a, a great, as they did with this movie, they have another great opportunity for another great film, and, you know, hopefully they will do a better job than this one. I, you know, I liked the movie, but I feel like there there was ways that they could have done this movie a lot better. Um... Overall, I, I did really enjoy the movie. I thought it was fun to watch. It was, it was good. I mean, I saw it three times. The two and a half hours just was a long, long time to sit there and watch a movie. And it felt longer than two and a half hours watching that because you were just... The pacing was an issue with the film because of how much you were jumping around between the three side stories. And just... If you, if you cut out the Finn and Rose one, I think the movie flows a lot better and just wouldn't feel like two and a half hours because like I got out of that and I, I felt like I had been sitting in that movie theater for four hours and previews were only probably about 15 minutes long so it I think they could have done a better job with that and hopefully they will improve with that on the next one um let me know your guys thoughts in comments if you're watching YouTube tweet me whatever you want to do um I know I've heard from my friends their opinions on the movie. We've discussed things, obviously, and there's always something to discuss. It's Star Wars. It's never-ending. But I think that about wraps it up for me today. Uh, thank you guys for listening to my random podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh's Random P. 
Subscribe on YouTube, Josh's Random Podcast. Follow me on SoundCloud, Josh's Random Podcast. iTunes, Josh's Random Podcast. Um, And I believe that is all for this week. So thank you guys for listening to my random podcast. I'll see you guys next week.